Hey everyone, welcome back to Ascend Student Ministries Anchored Podcast. Today we begin our look at the book of Exodus. And remember that this podcast is designed to correspond with a year-long Bible reading program which has been distributed to the Ascend Student Ministries students and is available by contacting us if you happen to be outside of our ministry. What we're trying to do with this is to pair this podcast with the daily readings that allow us to grow in our understanding of what God is trying to communicate to us through his word. And so today we're looking at the book of Exodus, and as we do, we have two central thoughts that we would like for you to have as you're reading through this process. First, we want you to begin with thinking about the thought of, once again, who is the main character in this book? We might be tempted to think that the main character is Moses, just because of the number of chapters and the amount of material that is focused here on Moses. It begins here in Exodus and really is going to continue all the way through Deuteronomy of having Moses as a central figure for the nation of Israel. But what I'd like for you to remember is just as we said in the book of Genesis is Moses is not the main character, nor were any of the human characters that we saw in the book of Genesis, but the main character is God. And so I have a challenge for you and something that I found to be very profitable as I've read through this previously is to highlight or underline or mark in some way in your Bibles the actions of God in this book so that you don't lose track of the sight that this is God's work in moving forward, his plan for his people, for his purpose, as we walk through these books. And so it begins even in chapter one, you see that God is at work in the situation that is explained there. And so by taking the time to highlight, taking the time to underline, taking the time to work through that, it brings it back to your mind. And as you're looking down at the pages, it's going to jump off the pages how much God is at work, especially when we get into the plagues, especially as we move forward to his provision of the people in the desert, in the wilderness times. We see that he is active and he is guiding and he is directing these people for his plan and his purpose. And I know it could be very hard for some of you guys to, to really mark in your Bibles. And I know it's something that I struggled with as the first time I went to actually highlight in the Bible, just having this awe and this reverence and this honor for this book that I had above all the rest of the books. And so I didn't want to mark in them. I didn't want to do anything that would uh, make it so that they are not pristine pages. But I would say that it's much more valuable to have these pages that are marked, that are giving you demonstrations and reminders of what's taking place. Because what I've done in my Bible is in the book of Exodus here, is I've actually contrasted God's work with when people are actually trying to actively work against God. We see that in Pharaoh. We see that in the nation of Israel and their grumblings and complainings and rebellions against him. And it, it's a visual picture of the conflict that's taking place that I can and look down and easily see the way in which God is working despite the people working against him and despite those who are trying to thwart his plans and how God's ways continuously triumph over the ways of man. And so those two items in terms of what God is doing and how the people are working against that or trying to work against that or trying to thwart them are on display here in the book of Exodus. But the second real path that I want you to focus on as you're reading through this book is the path to the presence of the Lord. 
And when we look back into Genesis 3, we see that that they're cast out of the presence of the Lord and they're trying to get back to that. And God promises that that will happen and that there is a path forward to that. But when we get here to the book of Exodus, we start to see glimpses of how people get back into the presence of God. We also see Moses getting back to the presence of God in a way that others around him are not able to experience. And we see the actual glowing that takes place with that and how others react to that. And we end with the presence of the Lord falling upon the tabernacle. And I know for a lot of people reading through the book of Exodus, the last half of the book can be real challenging because it moves away from these narratives of what's going on and starts giving us these descriptions of how they're preparing the tabernacle and how they're preparing these different things. And what I want you to think about in that is the detail and the beauty and the instructions that are given to make a space suitable for God to once again live in, a space that is supposed to be really on par with the garden in terms of where God's presence was able to dwell with man. And so as you walk through that, think about the details, think about what's taking place as they're bringing these things together to develop a suitable residence for God. And then understand that it's just even a temporary residence and what needs to take place for that to happen. It reminds us of the holy otherness of God and our inability to truly be with him because of our sinfulness. And so as you track the presence of the Lord through this, whether it's the presence by the pillar of fire or the cloud, whatever it is that's allowing you to see how God is around his people and desiring to be closer, but needing these things in place to allow him to not destroy them and to allow them to not be cast away from his presence because of their own sinfulness, because of the rebellion, is a very profitable thing for you to focus on as you're walking through the book of Exodus. And so there are many amazing stories in here. There are many amazing accounts that we can learn from. We often can see different moral teachings and going back to things like the Ten Commandments, which is a profitable study for how we relate to God and how we relate to others. But let's just focus on those two big items. How is God at work is the main character? And how is God returning the presence that was taken away from man to those? And what are the restrictions? Why is that needed? How is that growing our understanding of who God is and what we need to have in order to be in his presence? And I think it's one of those things that's challenging for us to try to read this as reading through the first time, because ultimately we want to jump to Jesus and we know what he's going to do and we know what that allows in terms of access to God. But let's try to think about this in terms of how the original people would have heard this, even pre-cross, so that we can see the glory glories and the mysteries of the gospel that are on display here in the book of Exodus. And so as you read through that, this couple of weeks that it's going to take for us to get through that, and you're talking through that with others, I pray that it would be profitable conversations that are spurring you to a greater understanding of what God desires you to do and how he desires you to live in response to the way in which he's revealed himself to you. And I pray that you'd talk about these things with others. You'd share your questions. You'd share your faith with them as you seek to grow in your understanding of what he's communicated to you. Know today you were loved.